Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection. I'm Dr. Craig Martin coming to you live from L.A. Another amazing day that we're living through in this country, in this world. Welcome to the show, Christina Martin. Hi. Hi. We are here. We're here tonight having a good time already. We're just having a nice conversation right before the show started. So I'm excited to get to talk about what we're talking about. Yeah, well, we were talking a little bit about the full moon, and we do have a full moon coming up tomorrow, October 1st, and that full moon is going to be in Aries because the sun is in Libra, and the full moon is always in the opposite sign. And for those of you who have not seen Mars, it's really an incredible treat. Please go outside and look at Mars, especially because the full moon is going to be aligned with it. So if you go outside and you look at the full moon tomorrow and the moon the next night on the second, both nights, the moon's going to be extremely close to a very bright red star. And that bright red star is unmistakable. You can't miss it. I've been looking at it for about the last week or so. Um, is Mars in Aries, and it's retrograde, and it's very powerful, and because it's a full moon, it's also a full Mars. So Mars can never really be brighter than it is right now, and it's a super treat to look at. The moon, Christina, aligned with Mars in Aries. What do you make of that? Retrograde Mars, Aries, moon, conjunction. That means that they're at the same spot in the sky. Yes, we got some fiery emotions happening right now obviously with um the um debate last night that was pretty fiery i feel like that was a kind of an extreme example but those emotions, emotionally man, angry right emotionally yes. angry yeah people yes. are people are feeling very bristly right now they're not they're, the <laughs> feathers are the feathers are ruffled you know <laughs> yes. and we're just we're we're in we're in october eve so we're on our way into uh, the, the home stretch, and it can only get more intense and more ruffly from here. Also, because <laughs> I think Mars is square to Saturn right now, and in the next couple of days, it's going to be square to Pluto. So we have some really intense days coming, some, some you know, conflicting energies, intense conflicting energy. Yeah, exactly. I um I did want to bring up um Saturn since that's what the show is about. So I'm just gonna dive in. We're gonna talk about how Saturn went retrograde, or I mean, excuse me, direct. It's going direct now. Um, it was retrograde for uh, the last couple of months, and yeah, almost um, six have, months. Right. Okay. So yeah, forward, forward movement with that. So what does that mean? Um, so sometimes for me, I like to, um, look at the cycles that have passed, um, to get some sort of clue as to maybe what could, um, occur. Uh, so I took a look and Saturn actually went direct, made the same motion, the same movement back in September of 2019. So, um, Mm -hmm. pretty much a year ago, it was mid September, um, and so yeah. uh, well, taking a look at what was going on back then, and a couple things popped up. Um, uh, Brexit was a huge talk of wow. the town. Um, also, impeachment. The impeachment, impeachment hearings were starting. Big, right? big things. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, we also had um, 
uh, some some gun law reform. We had, you know, these kind of big companies, um, you know, taking up authority, taking charge over it. And, you know, the right. Walgreens and CVS not letting people walk in with guns anymore. Right. Um, some of them even carry. suspended the sale of guns. Some of those exactly. companies suspended the sale of guns because they didn't want to be a part of, you know, the certain madness of, you know, like gun ownership and where it's gone in recent years and how um, no one seems to have a check or balance on it. It's unrestrained. You know, it's as if mm. everyone's this, it's as if the speed limit on guns is like 130 miles an hour and nobody <laughs> is, nobody is doing anything. To don't slow have any it gun down, you know, yeah, might right. as well like get another gun. So um, that's fine. That's it. That's very interesting. Those three things, Brexit, which was happening as England was uh, coming out of the, uh, the EU and that they had voted for that. And they, they were ironing out a deal and um, the impeachment of Donald Trump, which I think was a really big deal. And uh, also the possibility of uh, some uh, corporate control over over guns, at least some, you know, meager gestures. All of that, you know, feels a lot like the distribution of power and the way that power. Right. So even in the gun uh, thing, that's congressional power where they're not doing anything about guns and they haven't, you know. Um, and uh, corporate power, where they actually have the power to somehow restrict uh, guns, at least at the at the corporate sales level, right? If they're willing to take that hit to their reputation or their brand or whatever, uh, as opposed to making a political, a socio-political statement from a corporate brand, which they do, they make these statements a lot. Um, look at Chick-fil-A. And, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and well, there's there's positive and negative. There's positive and, and negative corporate, you know, stamping of social agendas. But Brexit and also Donald Trump's impeachment talk about power struggles and, and the way in which power is sort of parlayed between um, opposing factions. And, you know, Saturn moving direct again is saying that we're going to be going now into a new level of power or a new level of power will be available for making change. Hmm. And, um, and so of course the election is the biggest thing because the power struggle is between uh, the, um, the emerge, the, yeah, the two candidates, but also the emerging ideologies and, again, like the way in which power is going to be harnessed, whether it's going to be harnessed for um, someone's personal agenda or whether it's going to be harnessed for the good of all people. And this is the interesting thing about Pluto that I know Ooh. about Pluto and Saturn is going to now um, conjunct Pluto, conjunct Saturn again. And um, it has to do with harnessing power for the collective good transformation mm. of the collective good individuals who try and seize the power of Pluto basically annihilate themselves because the Plutonic force is too difficult to control by an individual. It has okay. to be directed outward for the benefit of others. So, and then, and then Jupiter is going to catch up with Saturn as well. I think that's a little bit more into November, but, but there's something about collective power, the way that power Saturn Saturn and Capricorn, it rules Capricorn. It's the old man, you know, holding hands with the old man. You know, it's like 
they're, that energy is very um, patriarchal, but it has a lot of authority. Yeah, patriarchal, I, yeah, right, like thinking of more like a, you know, parent. I th- Sometimes I get confused with that word patriarchal as in like, we are patriots maybe to this country, but less country interested, more more with the, um, I guess, old rule, but the wise bit of it. Um, you know, patriarchs, you, right? Patriarchs is right. is the the idea of the male dominated, male dominated um, patriarchy, and pa- mm. the patriarch, like in someone's family, the patriarch is the grandfather. And right. that's Saturn. Saturn is the patriarch of the Zodiac. He's the old grandfather. He sits there and everybody listens to him. And uh-huh. if he's upset, if he's upset, mom and dad are very upset. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> right. So the, the, we, we live in a patriarchal dominated society. Right. And so what's going to come out of this? I mean, the Brexit and the impeachment in particular um, were patriarchal, sure, because it was uh, this, you know, old grandpa sitting in a chair and um, looming over Donald Trump. You know, what actions have yeah. you taken that yeah. aren't the appropriate? Patriarch, as- the patriarchy of like John Roberts, who was sitting there as the judge over the trial and the patriarchy of Adam Schiff, who was prosecuting, and then Donald Trump himself, who's, uh, you know, a character of certainly like patriarchal power. There's there's no denying that, right? Because he's a he's a fairly monochromatic patriarchal character. He, that's all he is 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 male dominated power. He certainly doesn't share it with women. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Right. Right, male-dominated power. Yeah, that is interesting. Except maybe his so, daughter. Except maybe his daughter, and she's a Capricorn, I think. Ivanka. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That social reputation that they have it just just rules them a little bit. I mean, a lot bit. They, I think that um, that's part of you know Saturn's whole thing is what's what's our social reputation as a country? Where are we going with that? Especially with Saturn moving forward now. Are are we embarrassed for who we are? Are we embarrassed how we're fighting? Are we what's what structures do we need to put in place um, to have our bring up our reputation again? Because um, as a whole, our our social standing um, doesn't seem to be at the top, uh, and that's what Capricorn. No, right. Capricorn I would yes. I mean, we would think collectively and from a progressive point of view that the United States has fallen out of the grace of its reputation. So is there any way for us to reclaim that? Yes, I think there is. I think that we still could, you know, show the world that, you know, while we fumbled, we're, we're still in charge, you know, mm-hmm. like that, 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 there's a, there's a lot of people in the collective patriarchal fight for November the 3rd on both sides. There's a lot. In fact, most people feel like on the, on the right wing side, it's the dying throes of their patriarchal power, which is sad because it doesn't really have to be, you know, like, like it's not like there aren't young conservatives. It's not like there aren't young people on both sides of the aisle. So, um, 
Yeah. I think that as we move forward into the fall, we're definitely going to see the clash of the titans, so to speak, as the big energy of the patriarchal energy. And they're all really old and really tired. They're all really old and really tired. Like we're watching old dinosaurs fight, you know, but it's still fearsome. It's still fearsome and horrible um, because they're so big and terrifying. You know, if they were, if they were, if they were a little, even whatever, it's okay. If they were a little older, I was going to say, if they were a little older, it might not be as threatening, but they're right at the last, like, gasps of their power they're in their 70s you know if they were like all like 84 instead of 75 it wouldn't be an issue right like 10 more years i have a friend that came over for dinner and said that to me the other day she was like well the good news is no matter what they're all already in their mid to late 70s (laughs) so so i was like right exactly some new generation of politicians and government needs to be will be heralded in because the old ones are gonna you know go off to pasture yeah well but it's interesting because too you have to think like the the new ones that are going to come in you know handing over the authority handing over the power moving the power or authority over to them is um not going to be easy, you know. I mean, part of Capricorn's thing is God of time. You know, it just takes time to become a master at who you are, a master in your craft to hold authority. No one's going to take a 22-year-old real seriously. I mean, how much life no, have they had? But they'll give they'll give the power to the medium-aged people in their 50s and 40s first, and those people will create the next 20 years. But what the undercurrent of that is that the younger people will start forming policy because they'll actually become the larger voting block. When they when the people right now who are 15 to 21, and some of them, let's say even younger, let's say 12 to 17, they're not voting, right? They can't vote. They're 12 sure. to 17. Yet those people, those people, they're people. <laughs> even though we might call them kids, they're people. Mm. And yeah. if you look at what they're concerned about in regards to like climate change and social justice, that's the future. The future is what are the 12 to 17 year olds concerned about? But if you look at things like the stock market, you'll see that everything is about today. And that's one of the problems is that we're not having the foresight that we need to be able to make policy for the future. We make mm. policy for today. And all that matters is today. And that's kind of the shame of of older people. They're not really thinking about the future because they don't have that much of it left. They're not going to be in it. Right. And Saturn, though, is a part of that. Saturn is a part of saying, here are your limitations. So if you feel like those are your limitations where you don't have power or age or or a lot of time on your side, you might grab power for the now because, you know, you don't need it for tomorrow. And, you know, it'll be someone else's turn whenever. Mm-hmm. Oh, very interesting. I mean, truly right. I, I feel like even sometimes, um, you know, like the far right or, you know, 
white supremacists even or old white men even or whatever you want to call it you know these people that have had power for a very long time um you're laughing at me. Um, well, I just want to clarify that old white men and white supremacists don't necessarily different. go hand sorry. in hand. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but old, I'm white not men, talking about, old, yeah. old white old white men and white culture has been in power for a really long time. They certainly don't want to let go of it. Thank you. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get at. Exactly. They don't want to let go of it. And of course, if you have power, it's hard to let go. You don't want to give give up your powers seem weak and you know have no one listen to you anymore when they were all along so i mean i don't think that uh you know we're going to have another brexit it's not seems like it's not looming anymore and there's definitely no impeachment but this saturn direct is going to be talking about right the switch over to power the movement of power with our election but it could be other things as well it's just i think also the it's going to be a lot of things yeah. yeah. It's so going to be the, a lot of things because Pluto goes direct next week. So Pluto is right behind Saturn and there's going to be forward movement and transformation of the patriarchy and forward movement and collective power from Saturn. So, and then Jupiter already went direct. So that mm-hmm. has to do with expansion of authority. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who's getting the expanded authority? You know, why well, have I have one client who I just absolutely adore. We were talking um, the other day about how, you know, politically, the left has been like hoping for a rift in the system for a really long time. You know, hoping for a rift, hoping for a rift, that like something would come along and really shake it up, you know, like that Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders. They just mm-hmm. didn't realize it was going to be a rift to the darkness. They didn't know that it was going to be a rift to the right. And yet mm-hmm. here it is. We're it's in it. A rift. You know, the the fabric of our the the of our society's norms was going to get torn one way or the other because Mm -hmm. it wasn't self-sustaining. It wasn't working. We were going into 2016. That wasn't what, what human beings need. They need, they needed a tear in business as usual because basically they were getting screwed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you talk about Trump supporters, very clear why Trump supporters like Trump. They think that he's promising them something that is going to make their lives better. Sure. The Rift King. I mean, what, what, why else? You know, like that's why they're behind him. They, whether it's racism or whatever it is that he's promising them, they, whether it's a return to, you know, uh, white dominant rule of, of, uh, you know, America, that they believe that that's going to make their lives better. So right. a lot of people can sit back in horror at that, and yet there's a real fundamental rift, a tear, that the whole idea that something needed to happen in order to be able to shake up the structure, and yet we're back in it again, which is why this election is so interesting. So now... The, the choice now, again, is, well, are you sure you don't want to go back to that structure? Because do you like this rift? Do you like this tear? Was this good? Did this make, did this work for you? 
you know, <laughs> and a lot of people may be like, well, I haven't made up my mind about it yet. Mm-hmm. They may be like, well, I haven't made my mind up about it yet. I'm not sure that I'm ready to go back to the old way because that really wasn't working for me. Right. Right. So, you know, I have every every expectation that Joe Biden will win the election. I mean, we've looked at his chart. You and I have looked at his chart. But yes. as far as Saturn goes direct, Pluto goes direct, and that's how we're going into the autumn of this year and mm-hmm. collectively what is happening out there in the world, it's going to be a substantial power struggle that's going to cause, again, something to be lost, something to be fundamentally changed, where we were saying, like, you can't buy a gun at the Walmart. That was lost. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. know um, Donald Trump was impeached. So Donald Trump being unimpeached was lost. He'll never be unimpeached again. And Mm -hmm. England leaving the EU, the EU lost England. So this is, this is the, this has been all along the, the strong conjunction of Saturn and Pluto. And I'm sorry to be, you know, monopolizing the microphone. No, this is great. I'm following along and I love it because I, I mean, I agree with you that I love the idea of the, the fabric and we've torn it. So how do we mend it again? It's, it's, you know, leadership, it's bringing people together. I think that in particular, you know, I, I was watching the debate a little last night and Biden's stance on mending that rift it seems that's really his um his go-to so it would be interesting to see exactly how people you know even this past year had a a huge rift in our day-to-day lives um and so how are we structuring that how are we building a foundation off of um you know we can't go back to what it was so how do you build a foundation for the future how do you mend the fabric, make the fabric stronger. That's really important. So, right. you know. Well, I guess the, the the bottom line on that is it has to be protecting everybody. It has to be taking care of everybody because as soon as you start disenfranchising large groups of people, greed fits in also with Capricorn, opportunism, and we've had Pluto and yeah. Capricorn for almost 10 years now. And it and it's been creating um, income inequality and um, domination of the patriarchy again for like 10 more years of, you know, basically like people feel socially isolated. It's no surprise that all of a sudden we end up with the coronavirus. That's an extension of how we feel separated from each other, um, at least financially. You know, oh, yeah. we, walk, we walk around in the world and, you know, you can go, certainly in Los Angeles, you can go into certain neighborhoods and it's mind boggling when someone can pay for a house. I can't pay that for a house. So I look at that sometimes and I'm like, wow, where is all of that? How did all these people get to be able to buy three to six million dollar houses? Like, what is that? You know, where where do they get all that from? You know, and it and that's socially isolating. It removes us from each other because of wealth inequality. So and there are people, obviously, that there are people who have a lot less 
than 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 us, than you and me. Oh, and those people, yeah. great. And those people feel separated not only from those people, but from us. And yeah, and right. So in order to mend the fabric, it's going to have to um, collectively blanket everyone. <laughs> Good term. I like that. Which is probably going to be hard to do. That's why we need some. Um, authority figures to come and help us leadership leadership at any level yeah. would be amazing you know somebody that has a capacity to lead from you know wherever to offer us leadership and assistance so right now we are looking at mars square saturn that's another major thing that's happening right now as mars is going direct uh, sorry as saturn is going direct um mm-hmm. the retrograde mars is at 25 degrees it won't be square Pluto until next week, but these energies are very strong. There's a reason why Mars is going to re- retrograde in Aries and, ha- and you know, will be for two and a half months, and that it's so strongly um, aligned with the Capricorn conjunction. You know that there's so much tension. There's so much tension, and now. We have the other two signs. The full moon in um, in Aries brings Libra into right. into the in right. The so we have right. We have the Sun in Libra, which is also going to be square to you know. It's going, be in opposition. it's going to be in opposition to Mars. We're not quite there yet, but the Sun will be in opposition to Mars. And um, yeah, make sure you check out that that full Mars in the sky. It's really wow. intensely, amazingly orange, but you almost, it's so big and, and obvious. You feel like you could just pluck it from the sky. It's like That's a, great. it's like a, it's like a smoky topaz. Oh, it's beautiful. very beautiful orange color. Oh, it's just, the color is amazing. A gem in the sky. I think I have seen it actually. It's, just striking against all the comes others up, comes up right now a little bit after sundown definitely if you're on the east coast you can see it and uh, right now already it's getting to be you know towards the end of the show so it's almost 6 30 in los angeles uh the moon will be coming up right about now and mars will be coming up in about another hour and a half but as the rest of this month goes by mars will be coming up earlier and earlier and earlier because the sun is moving further into into libra until you get closer to the opposition. Right, exactly. Right. So, so that's issues of, you know, I mean, Mars and Aries is so much about being uh, an independent individual, an individual who, you know, initiates and takes their own action and has a very um, kind of defined identity, doesn't question themselves and all of that, all that jazz. So we have Mars there. But Mars, and Aries, Mars, and, Mars and Aries has been all about the social unrest of our entire year. It went into Aries and did like right around the Fourth of July. Oh, so wow. it it's been it's been moving us into this this conversation, and you know, yeah, out of tension will come an answer. That that's that's the of whole course. thing. Conflict creates resolution because. It has to. It, has, it can't be in conflict forever. It has to, right. It can't be in conflict forever. It's like the whole driving thing behind writing a story. If you're writing fiction, what's the conflict and what's the resolution? 
that's how you that's how you write the story of you know the chapters of human history is over and over again what's the conflict you know world war one what's the conflict vietnam what's the conflict um you know jimmy carter ronald reagan what's the conflict george washington and the english government and the king you know there's always a conflict and then there's always a resolution has to be the revolutionary war resolved the conflict between george washington and the king of england <laughs> another one <laughs> right <laughs> more conflict and then resolution exactly right but it, but it was still the resolution right right and yeah. i think that with mars being in aries for so long and continuing to be in aries for so long i feel that there is going to be more conflict before there is resolution I unfortunately mean, i see that too unfortunately and even next week as Mars squares Pluto retrograde Mars squares Pluto direct there's a little tension coming people so you know don't be um, don't be too surprised if you see some aggressive action in the beginning of October Um, that wouldn't surprise me because the tension is so high unbelievably we're at the end of our show Saturn goes direct just for a few more months and then it will be on its way into Aquarius. That's going to be another whole energy for us to take a look at. But for now, we're going to be settling in with our careers and our reputation, Saturn, Capricorn. How are we coming across in the world? You know, what changes do you want to make with your public life? What changes do you want to make with your career on a personal level? Make those things happen. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection. Have a good night, everybody. We happy to see you next week on uh, on the show, 6 p.m. on Wednesday. Thank you for listening. Good night, everyone.